Are you ready to be inspired, challenged, and strengthened in your faith walk? Are you ready to get breakthrough from those old cycles and thought patterns that you just can't seem to get freedom from? Then you've come to the right place. You are going to get freedom, you are going to get breakthrough, and you are going to get healing because that's the life that Jesus paid for. This podcast is not just talk. We're going to live it. My name is Jillian Ahonen, and I am so excited for what God's going to do for our time together today. Let's get our hearts ready for today's word. Hello, welcome to Not Just Talk. My name is Jillian Ahonen, and we are going to talk about a deep, personal, and intimate relationship with God. I want to make sure that you're connecting with Him more than you are connecting with anything and everything but Him, so we're going to talk about that today. But before I go on, here's my little disclaimer, okay? I am not dismissing the value of men and women in leadership and ministries. I have gleaned so much over the years from so many different ministries and men and women in ministry and pastors and even casual conversations on how God has just used different people to speak into my life. So I am not taking away from that value at all with today's message. And God, for the last 10 years, has called me into leadership position where I'm serving and ministering to the body of Christ. So obviously, it is God's heart. It is biblical to have leadership in the church. But I want to talk about something that I believe is going to be a powerful game changer in your faith journey and your walk with the Lord. And we have got to look at some things. We've got to look at ourselves. We've got to look at our relationship with other people and God and see where God is fitting into the equation and make sure that we are connecting to him on a regular basis. Okay, so I want each one of us to look at ourselves, to look at our life, to look at our patterns and let the Holy Spirit draw us closer to our Heavenly Father, okay? So just hear from my heart and know that my heart is not to crush you, but to encourage you to go deeper with the Lord, okay? Okay, here's the thing. I didn't come to this point of revelation and, and this deep faith, confident trust in the Lord because I sat at the feet of other people's ministries. Like I said, I, I learned a lot, but I dove <laughs> into the feet of Jesus, okay? I dove into his lap. I went straight to God, and that's what I want to talk about today. And so I didn't come to the revelation of scriptures and learn how to discern his voice and learn how to follow him and and become so anchored and so rooted, rooted in this relationship with God because of ministries or because of messages. It's because I went to him. It's because I dove into his word. It's because I sat at his feet, because I learned to discern his voice. And that's the invitation for all of us. That is God's heart for all of us. Realize that a relationship with Jesus doesn't mean we get to go to heaven one day. Well, that's true. But what Jesus actually paid for is to restore us back to that intimate relationship with God where we can go into his presence. Before Jesus came and walked the earth, only the high priest could go into the presence of God. And it was only at a certain time of year. And they had to do all these things in order to do it, right? Because they had to be pure because of sin. Sin separated us from God. That's what we learn about when we read in Genesis in the Garden of Eden. So what Jesus did is he came and he paid the ultimate sacrifice. He's the Lamb of God. He's the ultimate sacrifice that paved the way for us to be reconciled back to the presence of God. Before he died on the cross, before he took his last breath, he said, it is finished. And he died. 
and the tabernacle curtain tore from top to bottom, signifying that there's now no separation between us and God. This is powerful. And maybe you've heard it so many times and it's come in like head knowledge, but it hasn't been a real revelation of what this actually looks like and what this actually means for you personally between you and God. 2 Corinthians 5.18 clearly tells us that Jesus reconciled us back to the Father. I think a lot of us know this in our heads, but without realizing it, most of our spiritual journey is feeding off of crumbs from other people's time with Jesus or feeding off the crumbs of other people's messages instead of dining with him. And that's what, that's what God wants you to really identify in your own life today. That's what he wants you to look at and be honest with yourself. He wants you to go directly to him and he wants to breathe into every area of your life and answer your heart's questions and heal you and walk with you and strengthen you and encourage you and comfort you every step of the way. He wants you to understand that there is a difference between knowing about him versus knowing him personally. It's like, you might know about me. You may have been following me on social media for a certain period of time. You've heard my stories, my testimony. You follow me on social media. Maybe you see the funny stories when I scare my husband and, you know, just certain things that I do with my kids or my grandkids and, you know, the silly things I've done, like going on my grandkids jolly jump and climbing up the little wall and getting stuck on my hair. Like you might know a lot about me, but until we go to lunch, until you come to my house, until I go to your house, until we interact on a regular basis and I learn your heart and you learn my heart one-on-one -on -one and personally, you don't know me and I don't know you. And that's honestly a lot of the body of Christ. We spend a lot of time learning about God, but we do not spend enough time with him in his presence, learning his heart and just getting to know him one-on-one -on, -one on that personal level. God wants you to talk to him. He wants you to go to him. He wants you to know him on a personal level. And when you have a problem and when you have a question, he doesn't want you to Google it or call a friend. He wants you to call him. He wants you to be brave enough and bold enough and have enough faith to open up his word and allow the Holy Spirit to be your teacher and give you revelation of his truth, a revelation of his heart, a revelation of his love, and a relation, revelation of who you are to him. In my early 20s, I moved across the country to be a part of a church plant. And I mean, I, I'm looking back and I'm going, wow, that is like faith girl. That was a really, really bold move. Like I moved across the country with three young kids, piled up our little black Camry, drove across the country with our whole life in a Camry and a moving truck to move to a state I had never been to with a group of people I've never met in my life to be a part of a church plant. We really felt like the Lord was in it. This is what we felt he was calling our family to next. I'm not going to go into details of where my ex-husband was at because if you followed my ministry for any time, I was in a previous marriage. He was abusive. He was a drug addict. And a lot of this stuff started surfacing when we were in this state, a part of this church plant. Um, so, But I really did believe that God was in it. I knew he was leading us there. And I'm very thankful he did because what, I sh what I'm going to share with you today about that 
very, very challenging season is what set me up to have such a solid and intimate relationship with the Lord that I believe it's going to encourage you today. All right, so here we go. We pack up, we move across the country. And so, okay, so we get there and our apartment was, wasn't ready yet. And let me just tell you what's amazing about this state and this season is like the apartments in Ohio compared to California are crazy different. Like a, a California apartment is super small and super expensive. And in Ohio, even, even back what I, this was like close to 20 years ago. This was so long ago, maybe not that long ago. I'm not going to math right now. I say that all the time, but I'm not going to, it was a long time ago. Oh, actually I could do quick math. It was about 19 years ago. So that was close. That was not bad, right? Almost 20 years, 19 years ago. That's close. All right. So I'm not too far off in my random pulling numbers out of my head. So it was about 19 years ago. And it was still comparably very, very different. Ohio is way cheap compared to California. So our apartment was the size of like a small two-story house in Ohio. And it was only like $650 a month. It was in a gated community. It was like this really pretty property. There was a little lake in the middle, not a lake, like a pond. I don't know, bigger than a pond. It was pretty with a fountain and it was like in this big circle and all the buildings were around the this really pretty center area and our place where we were located in the complex was back to a farm and on that chain link fence that separated my complex from the farm wild blackberries grew and we got to pick those off it, it was just really cool it was a really cool experience uh so anyway I'm totally getting ahead of myself so we get there and our apartment's not ready and we ended up staying with a young couple that had just gotten married they sold their house in California and bought a ginormous house in Ohio and we stayed with them never met them before they walk outside and I thought they were crazy because I was freezing and they had already gone through one winter and it was there was still snow on the ground and I'm freezing cold I'm a Southern California girl okay so I'm a pansy and and they come outside in t-shirts and I'm like you guys are crazy like it is freezing what are you doing get in the house and get dressed <laughs> they're like oh trust me this is warm when you've been through a winter and I learned that's actually accurate so anyway we go into their house and we get to know each other and it, it was incredible. I mean, I was building this really very special bond with this community and these people, and it was a really special time. But there was a lot of heart in the middle of it all. There was a lot of things that surfaced. There were a lot of struggles. And and remember, this is still unfamiliar. I'm away from my family. I'm young, you know. I'm away from my whole family, everything I've ever known. Um, and I'm raising three young kids and when you are married to somebody who has a drug addiction, there is a lot of turmoil that goes on in the house. And I didn't know what was going on at the time. So what I share information now, it's because I learned it later. But I found out later that he was actually on speed. I believe it was speed. And then he was also smoking a lot of weed. Marijuana had always been his go-to. I did not know that. That was a secret. That was behind closed doors. But the turmoil that he was in, his secret life was leaking into our home. There was a lot of emotional up and down with him. He was very emotionally reactive, very hard on the kids, just quick to respond, angry, very quick, very explosive. He was also um, 
gosh, not coming home until like 12 o'clock at night. At one point, he was um, working in the bigger city near us. Um, and it was in, at, at the, uh, in, wow, I can't talk, uh, in the car business. And a lot of times, and I'm familiar with it, when you are in the car industry and the lot doesn't close until like 10 o'clock at night and somebody walks on and they're interested in a car and they want to buy it, it can drag out to where you're not getting out of there until midnight and you're coming home super late. So I didn't question it too much with that understanding, but it was pretty consistent that he was working a lot of hours and not bringing in a lot of money. So obviously I found out later. So there was that turmoil. Um, there was the high emotions coming from him. I went into a deep depression in that season. I didn't understand what was going on in him, so I couldn't have articulated it then. But there was a spiritual battle going on in my house. I mean, there was definitely warfare going on that I learned later, learned how to take that stance. We'll get into that on another podcast message. Um, so I had that going on. I had the depression going on. Um, I was going to my church community. This is a season where they're just like, oh, you need to read more. You get, need to pray more, which I was. Um, so anyway, we'll get into that. But I, I just started to feel like what I was getting from them is just not the support that I needed. I, I did not get the support that I felt I needed. Um, but God used that powerfully. I mean, powerfully. So I want to stop on that one. I feel like there's somebody listening that has experienced that or or is or has experienced that or is currently experiencing where you feel like you have reached out, you have sought help and you feel isolated and you feel like nobody is listening and you're not getting the support that you feel you need. Please listen to this message. It's for you, okay? God is in this season and he's going to do something powerful in this season of isolation, the season where you feel like everybody else is failing you, he is not going to fail you. All right. So just listen to the rest of the story because I'm talking to you. I didn't get the support that I needed. I actually got condemned. I got criticized. That I, I, I almost felt like I was getting judged. Like the reason why I was feeling this heaviness is because I wasn't doing enough at church, my involvement. And let me just tell you, I left everything to go serve wherever they needed, anytime they needed it, which is a lot when you're a part of a church plant, set up, tear down, children's ministry, part of every event, car washes. Uh, we, we would do, um, we would bring in barbecues and we would go into apartment. It was so much fun, by the way. We would go into apartment complexes and like low income areas and we would just cook them food and hang out and serve. It was amazing. I was all in and it was several days a week. And I was as connected as you could possibly get to the body of Christ, right? But somehow still in their mind, it wasn't enough. And there was a little bit of a criticism going on. And there was other stuff going on um, in the church and things like that. I'm not going to get into it. And here's what I did. I went to the Lord. I had nowhere else to go. I went to his word. I went to the Lord. I cried. I bawled my eyes out. And in faith, I just started talking to him. And that was my game changer. 
that was the shift that completely changed everything I knew about a relationship with God. It took me so deep, so deep that I w- I've been forever changed because of it. I learned to go to his word. I learned to discern his voice. I learned that he really is my comfort when I'm uncomfortable. I learned he's my strength in my most weakest moment. I learned he's my best friend. I learned he's my heavenly father. I learned that he could direct my steps, that he could lead me and guide me and speak into every single one of my questions that ever surface. And he started doing that, not just through his word. I started to hear his gentle whisper to my heart. I didn't Google. I wasn't listening to messages all day long. And 19 years ago, we didn't have the access to internet that we have today. And I am so very, very thankful. I didn't have the distractions. I didn't have the family members close by. I didn't have my BFF to run to. I didn't have, you know, social media and podcasts and YouTube and everything else that we feed off of. I fed off of Jesus. I went into the presence of God. I opened up his word and the Holy Spirit became my teacher. This really overwhelming season of my life is what set me up to where I am today. If I didn't have that struggle, if I didn't have that season, if I didn't go directly to God, I wouldn't have the relationship that I share with you today. And that's what he wants for you. He doesn't want you to always go to everybody else. He doesn't want your community to take his place. He doesn't want podcast messages to take his place. He doesn't want my podcast messages to take his place. He doesn't want conferences and events and and, and the orchestrated, all these different things that we do to provide this community. He doesn't want that to be in between you and him. He wants you to go directly to him and he wants to build a relationship with you. I want to encourage you today to silence your phone, to pull out your Bible, the paper one, okay? The paper one. Pull out a Bible, get a journal, get a pen, and get away with him. If today's podcast resonated with you and if any part of my message really spoke to you and you're saying, you know what? I want to go deeper with God. I want to build a relationship with him. And if you want to identify those areas that are blocking you from having that deep, intimate relationship with God that I shared today, then my book Ripple Effect is for you. You can check out the links that are attached to this podcast wherever you're watching or listening. You can go to my website, jillianahonan.com. You can order it um, on Amazon. If you order it through me, it's a signed copy. You can order it through Amazon. It's on several um, known online bookstores. So grab your copy today. And I also want to personally invite you, if you want to be in the know, if you want to stay connected to my ministry and always be the first to know of everything going on. And when I put out a podcast, then you want to download my free ministry app. It's Jillian Ahonan. You can search it in your app store, Jillian Ahonan Ministries. It should pop right up for you. Download it. Or if you're an email kind of a person, you can go on my website and subscribe to my newsletter and you will always be in the know. You won't miss anything. And of course, socialize with me on social media. Connect with me on Facebook and on Instagram. I'd love to connect with you, be a part of my journey and all the little silly things that I share, plus the inspiration that I put out pretty much daily. 
And if you have a question, you can go on my website. I have this new special thing that I'm doing where it's Ask Jillian because I do get a lot of questions and I don't have a lot of time to answer all of them. And so what I am working on building is a video series where you can write in your question and I will answer it via video. And if you have any kind of questions, please submit that form. I wanna hear from you. I wanna personally answer your question via video. And of course, if you've downloaded my app or if you've subscribed to my newsletter, you will know when that video gets uploaded so that you can click on that and listen to the video response. Stay connected with me and see you next time. Be blessed. Thank you for joining me today. I believe in the Holy Spirit met you powerfully through this week's episode of Not Just Talk. Now for the real part. Let's take this conversation beyond talk and live it in our daily lives. Amen? Don't forget to come back for another episode of Not Just Talk.